Hey everybody and welcome back to The Breakdown. I'm Luke. I'm Kurt. And we are here with Pastor Ashley Lenz. Welcome hey. to The Breakdown. Hey, welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, this we're so glad. <laughs> so Ashley, um, why don't you just tell our audience what it is that you do here at HPC? All right. So Other than being an amazing wife to Pastor Aww, Zach. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, so I kind of do a myriad of things here. Um, I think since being here from the beginning, the job has kind of grown a little bit. Um, I've started obviously with just like the worship thing and still I would say that that's kind of like my number one, like mm. my heart is really the worship. Um, but other than that, I do a lot of the overseeing of administrative kind of stuff, the operations here at the church, wow. um, events and ladies ministries. Yeah. Um, what else? Some of the design and paint colors and <laughs> things like that. So you also move things. You move a lot of things. I move a lot of things. <laughs> you move. Things. I pick things up and I put you, them down. That's <laughs> what I was looking for. All over like, the church. Like, Whoa. All over the church. Oh my goodness! I pick that's them true. up. I if put I them. If I see a chair or something and I don't like where it is, I move it. And I then once it. I like it, somebody doesn't like it, and then they move it back. And it kind of like goes back and forth. Oh, that's oh, great. It's a fun game. Yeah, it's super fun. <laughs> it's super fun. But I stay, I stay for, fit and I yeah. stay strong. Yeah. You manage four kids. Four kids. All that yeah. stuff. It's good. But we stay busy and it's great. We always have fun around here and there's never a dull moment. Uh, that is right? very true. That is very true. <laughs> that is true. So we're here on Sunday. Pastor Zach is bringing this word on Mother's Day. I talked to a number of people today and they said probably one of the best Mother's Day. I heard that from so yeah. many people. Messages yes. I've ever heard. Yes. And I think I think there's a lot of pressure sometimes for a mom. I think so. Coming in on Mother's Day, you know, Absolutely. you have unmet expectations, you have loss. Yeah. Um, and you used one of the services in worship yeah. to point that out. Yeah, it did feel, it felt like just like a little heavy on at first service on Sunday morning. Okay. Um, and I think it's just like what you said, there's a lot of different emotions going on for people and um, those unmet expectations, you yeah. know, and they seem loud on Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah, I remember even saying to you, hey, you know, how you doing? Happy Mother's Day. And you said, it, uh, it's sunny outside. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's great. I was like, okay. Sounds it's a great like a day. It's the little mom. things, you know? <laughs> sounds like every mom on yeah, Mother's Day. And it's, it's like, good. wow, okay, so it's good. Um, and, you know, we're here this message, and we're, we're listening, and we're receiving. And we kind of, uh, well, actually, you know, before we get into that, it, it, was, it was really a great Mother's Day message. But just want to remind everyone that we do have this ladies' night yes. coming up. Oh, my goodness. Ladies, if you have not signed up, or gentlemen, if you have a wife or a girlfriend that has not yet signed up for ladies' night, it is this coming Monday night, um, May 16th. It's at 530, and we are super excited. We're going to have a clothing swap. Do you feel jealous when I say clothing swap? I actually you, am you, happy not to be there. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy buying my own clothes. Yeah, I'm like super happy what not about, to be there. I'm how like, do you great. feel when I say charcuterie competition? Oh, that's competition. When do we have competition? Think, I don't think you guys can eat all that. That's I, very true. We'll show up later and eat it. I know. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. So there's a lot of things to look forward to. Um, we also have a beauty bar and dinner for all of our ladies. Ooh. Um, so it's going to be a good time, but it is something you have to sign up for. So make sure you do that. HPC.church. Sign up now. Okay. Yeah, I was talking to a bunch of people on Sunday. They're like, okay, I'm going to tell you the truth. I have no idea what charcuterie is. Oh, my so like 30 seconds, what is it? Yeah, charcuterie board is like the fancy meats and cheeses mm. and fruit and crackers mm. and all of those kind of things. Um, and yeah, it's going to be good. And vendors. A lot of our ladies here have like home businesses yeah. and um, we I have a lot of artists. Cool yeah, yeah, I, I think love that's it. the cool part. I love that. It's always one of my favorite things because we kind of get a glimpse into the ladies of our house, like what's going on right. oh. in so their it's world. It's like a community building thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's great. Yeah. So we look forward awesome. to it Monday night. All right. So you got to sign up hbc.church. Yes. And also, 
uh, just want to bring us back down to that Sunday morning message. Yeah. You know, we're not moms, we're not women, <laughs> but we're no. sitting there, we're receiving so much from the word yeah. and, and thinking about how it applies to our lives, being the sons, just being men, um, you know, having a spouse, someday having a spouse, wanting to love, you know, me wanting to love my wife to well, the place yeah. where, yeah, yeah love yeah, her well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, as you sitting there as a wife and a mom and, and doing all this ministry, what is it like to hear, you know, the breakdown of this is what it is to be a virtuous woman? What does yeah. that sound like? After oh, gosh. <laughs> well, first of all, you know, coming from Zach, I never know what he's going to say. So like on a Sunday morning, <laughs> really, especially. Really? You don't? You don't? Because no. I wonder. No, I, oh, I wow. don't know. Okay. And so. So wow. I think especially on a Mother's Day, like you're just waiting, like a little bit on edge. I'm not going to lie. Like yeah. days like that, you're just like, what's going to say that <laughs> is going to like unintentionally throw me under the bus or be embarrassing or something of that sort. But this was great. This was like pretty easy. Um, and it was awesome. And I think with any of Zach's messages, like, you know, and I always kind of describe him back his messages. And I say, it's kind of like you're taking us on a journey mm. through mm. the woods and you're like pointing at different trees and things we've seen before, but you're like saying details about this tree that we've never seen. That's good. And you're yeah. like following this path and you're like, yeah. oh, and this thing and this thing. And you're right. like, I've been on this path before, but I've never seen that about those trees. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, I call it the bomb drop. And it's the very end of the message. And it's like the big giant, you've made it to the top of the mountain. And it's like, look what you made it to. And you're yep. like, wow, this Whoa. is amazing. Yep. <laughs> yep. It was here the whole time through the trees. Um, Good. And that's kind of how Sunday was for me, mm. you know, like when he dropped the bomb at the end about yeah. Bathsheba and oh, all of that. Yeah. And you're it like, what so is beautiful. happening? This it is amazing. So yeah, it was good. Um, yeah. So I think sitting there throughout it, I, I'm, a, I'm along on the story journey with Zach. And so when he was talking about all these different things and hearing the virtuous woman, you know, I think growing up in church, thinking about other women who have read this, this is like what you feel every man is holding you up to. Yeah. Is the virtuous woman. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure. I would say so. I'm like, where is the virtuous man? Yeah, chapter? I do want Because <laughs> I want to read that one. Um, so you feel a little bit like, okay, what is the pressure going to be? All these different things. Am I checking all these boxes? And I think it can feel a little bit overwhelming. You know, when he's reading it at the end of the message, right. you're hearing about flax and wool yeah. and fancy garments and merchant ships and all these different things. And it can feel a little bit like, how am I doing that today? Like, what is that actually? She sounds like mean she for runs today? a Fortune 500 company. Basically. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Um, and I think when I, when I try to sum it up in uh, Zach, kind of touched on this a little bit when he talked about her hands, like how she's yes. using her hands all yes. the time, and she's serving, and she's helping, and she's taking care of, and she's working, and all these different things, and. The thing I love and that I kind of sum it all up into is that she's active. Yeah. Mm. She's not sitting down waiting to be served, right? She's not sitting down waiting for something to come to her or for somebody to take care of her. It's like game on. Like, yeah. no, like I can do this. I'm going to take care of my husband. I'm going to take care of my family. I'm going to steward this house that I've been given mm -hmm. and blessed with. And I love that about the virtuous woman is that she is there. She's stewarding what the Lord has gifted with her, uh, gifted to her and not just kind of letting it all go and kind of hoping it goes well right and i would say even as a man that's mm. something that i have to take into. absolutely yeah. and i have to live that way absolutely. so it's really like this is how we're all supposed to live if that's we good. are to be virtuous yeah but there's a beautiful way that men express this and a 
very beautiful way that women express this and live that out. Yeah, I definitely think it would be a waste for us as men to sit through this message and to not think, what's my play in this? Like, what am I receiving from this? And I think if you can look at it and say, it's a point of being active and making sure you're stewarding well all that you've been given. So when I look at what the Lord has provided for me, and we often say in the School of the Spirit, we are owners of nothing and Mm. stewards of Mm. everything. So good. And so that has to be our principle. I'm going to steward this relationship well, this house well, this car. So that's a really good point. Right. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the verses towards the end of it is verse 27. It says, she carefully watches everything in her household and she suffers nothing from laziness. And I had read it um, in the message and the message says she keeps an eye on everyone in her household and keeps them all busy and productive. And I was like, I like that. That's such oh, a, that you like. such like a that. mom. That's so <laughs> that's good. Such a mom. Busy and productive. Mm. You know, it sounds like, wow, that's kind of like a lot of doing. And that's kind of frowned on nowadays, you know, the staying busy. And it's like, no, it's not busy for the sake of being busy you know but as a mom i think of of today where a lot of times we find a little bit of um almost like a break in allowing our kids to like hey play video games for a while hey watch some tv for a while because you want a little bit of a break you need a little space and all that but our responsibility is to keep our children productive Mm. and that means sometimes things as simple as you need to help out around the house yeah like this is part of how I steward you mm-hmm. growing up as a Christian young man, as a Christian daughter. Um, and there are easier ways to, to not do it. And I understand it. But the laziness is always frowned on in the Bible. Yeah. You know, and yeah. idle hands and um, idle oh, yeah, time. Yeah, those idle hands. Know? What are they? The devil's <laughs> workshop, you know. So keeping, At least that's what we were told. I'm not that's sure a, that's in the Bible. No, it's not. I was going to say, where's your scripture on that one? That's what we were all told. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. The idle hands. So, yeah. Well, that brings us into this next point. You know, I know Luke wants really one of Pastor Zach's resounding points on values. Well, yeah, because in what you're saying with this, all these passages about the virtuous woman, there's an intentionality behind it Mm. and, and how that plays out in your life. And Pastor Zach said, lifestyles of this generation create the life values of the next. Right. And you know, he also brought up the the elite Supreme Court decision that if that when if it goes through, it's going to overturn overturn Roe v. Wade, right. and it puts uh, the issue of abortion back up to each individual mm-hmm. state. Um, and then there's even some Christians that are questioning if that should even happen. Yeah. And 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 I think the way he emphasized it, it was it probably was hard for some people to hear, but it's so true. It's you know we pray for these things to happen, and then there's people that are like, why, oh no, I don't know if we should do that. Right. And it clearly goes against, you know, the word of God. Yeah. Because we should be valuing life. Absolutely. And, but the thing is, is like, we don't just all of a sudden get to this point as a society. There right. was a there was a journey. And, you know, you can see like back in the, the 40s and 50s, there was more of a emphasis placed on family and traditional values, mm. even in the even in those who weren't necessarily Christ followers, the idea that you save yourself for marriage sexually, um, you're going to have um, your one man, one woman, right. that sort of thing was valued. And then you end up in the sexual revolution of the 60s, where it's all about free love, free expression, and then that just kind of like blossomed, you know, with the um, the widespread use of contraception and then abortion. Yeah. And then you come to today where you have this decision of Roe v. Wade being possibly overturned, right. and then people are like, oh, I don't know if that should happen. And then 
it's kind of hard when we navigate those discussions because sometimes we can get caught up just on the surface of is it pro-choice or pro-life <laughs> where it really is underneath a lot of that has to do with the fact that as a culture we've adopted this value out of that free love movement that sex is to be free and open and without any sort of consequence yeah rather than the way god intended us to value it which is this is a this is an avenue for us to worship him together in a special way designed just for husbands and wives to create as he creates right so there is so the lifestyles of the 1960s did give birth to these values that under that underlie all of the cultural arguments that we are experiencing right now mm. absolutely i mean i think it's just one of those things that has kind of snowballed mm -hmm. you know with everything else with that because that's kind of what happens with sin you know yeah and i feel like what we are facing right now is it is whatever serves you mm -hmm. you know that's what every every single thing comes down to is whatever serves you the best and that's what it's about number one is you mm -hmm. and you know when it comes to sex or uh, abortion or all of these kind of right, things that right. we talk these about hot button issues yeah absolutely and it's like well how am i going to benefit from this how is this going to affect my life and mm -hmm. it's completely backwards yeah. right from the kingdom and so um, i love that you noted romans 12 there because mm -hmm. it's do not conform to the patterns of this world yes. yeah. but be yeah. transformed by the renewing of your mind because your mind is so conformed to what the world has that's it said the, yeah. you know and i think about uh you know, Zach had kind of mentioned the fog thing and that we've the church has been in this state of being in a fog mm. because we are so mesmerized by what the world has put in front of us that we have disconnected really from what the father has said from his statutes, from his laws. And that's why things right. are where they are right now. Right. And, um, you know, I feel like people make choices based on the most recent, most compelling Instagram post that they have seen instead of what the word of God says. And that's a dangerous place to it be. It really is. You know, um, but I love the end of that scripture because it says, then you will be able to test and approve what God's right. will is yeah. once you right. have transformed your mind by yeah. his word. Yeah. So how do you know the will of God if you have not transformed your mind by the, by the word? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't. That's that's a hard that's a hard place to be. It, it really right? is, and I think you know we often bring up the church at Corinth, and we always think yeah. we're talking about this last yeah. week, yeah. carnal Corinth. Yeah. And the biggest problem is they had all the move of the spirit, yeah. but they weren't balanced and founded and grounded in the truth of that word. That's what keeps us stable. Yeah. That's what keeps us able to test and to know right from wrong, mm -hmm. and to be able to say, okay, this may be the way my flesh is bending mm -hmm. or my soul feels, but just because my flesh and my soul feel that. That, what's the test for that? How do I? How can I test right. the accuracy so and the good. truth of that yes. if I don't have the Word of God mm. to be that list, litmus test for that? Um, and then if we bring this back to Mother's Day and parenting, <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But but it comes back to this lifestyle and values. So yes. you know, as a parent, I'm not even thinking a mother, but as a parent sitting there, I'm thinking, okay, so what lifestyle am I living? Yeah. that's portraying positive and negative, good or bad to my children. And if I find areas that are wrong or just need to be tweaked, mm. I think that can we can we can feel overwhelmed at a moment like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do right. with this mess? And so right. I was thinking about the moms walking away from from Sunday. You know, how do we tweak? How do we begin? What do we do? 
gosh, that's a great question. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> when Kurt sent us the text message, like, oh, do you want to be on this? I loved that you said, just be ready for whatever we throw at you. I was yeah. like, oh, gosh, <laughs> anything? You could throw anything. Um, how do we? How do we know what issues to, like, tackle? I think it can feel so overwhelming yeah. sometimes, especially when we're people who, like, want to improve and we want excellency. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, it can be so hard to not feel overwhelmed. But I think, you know, it's, that's why we have the Holy Spirit. You know, that's why we pray for conviction in certain things. And, um, you know, Zach had mentioned being in that state of fog on, on Sunday. And he kind of had mentioned a lot of, like, substance abuse type things yeah. and um, alcohol. He had mentioned pills. And mm-hmm. um, and he had said, you know, I, I'm not really good at, at kind of putting, like, feet to some of these messages is more conceptual but so when he he says like certain things like that that are concrete I'm like yay concrete like I love that that's my (laughs) love language um but I was thinking this week about what are the kinds of things that are a little bit more passive like what are the things that are a little bit more access um acceptable culturally that have kept us in that fog and Mm -hmm. you know I mentioned social media but I think that that is one of those things and our relationships with friends kids activities that Mm -hmm. keep us busy and it's all these things that have become culturally acceptable excessive shopping and busyness and our schedules that we've become slaves to Mm. that we don't have the time or space to even allow the holy spirit to speak to things that we need to address Mm. um, that are going to affect our kids and that is that repeated that lifestyle you know that he said the lifestyles that we have accepted those busy lifestyles um the sitting and scrolling on our phones watching hours of netflix that's absolutely like those are the things that our kids will see is acceptable that is just the starting ground what they are seeing is just the starting ground for where they will begin and that is a scary thing so then maybe the um the appropriate thing is to examine our life and just like okay so how do i spend my time and okay so in a day i do this for this amount of time that that for that amount of time and then ask ourselves, okay, so what is the underlying value that I'm transmitting by mm. doing this? Yes. That's good. Or that I could be transmitting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, think that, I think it's right. That's a okay. phenomenal point to pause and to think about. And, and you know, when you have, um, al- I've been meditating on this, when you have allergies, right, and your body starts to react and you discover it's probably your food intake or something you're, you're, ha- you're ingesting, what does the doctor say? Not the food journal. Yeah. No. I want you to keep a food journal. <laughs> I want you to write down every little thing and every ingredient. After day like, one, you're like, this is embarrassing. This is, this is, I, I, make, just... I make patients mad all the time you when do I tell it? them to do that. Oh, oh my God. goodness. I would just like to say, as soon as I'm asked to food, journal i'm all of a sudden like eating healthier i'm like of course that's what i had for yeah breakfast. of course sure and spinach <laughs> with dinner always yes i think that's so interesting we'll 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 do the food journal we'll look and we're like oh wow you right. know and i think when it comes back to taking inventory and yeah. taking stock and saying you know it's out of the abundance of my heart that my mouth is going to speak yeah. and it's what's coming into me that's going to defile me mm-hmm. so that process is really important to make sure that if I see something that's coming out, if I see, you know, the end of the night an inability to rest and lay my head down and I've got to scroll Mm -hmm. to knock out or I've got to watch the movie to knock out. And again, these are not pressure points of condemnation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. These are, these are symptoms to say, Hey, listen, there's, there's an issue and the Holy Spirit wants to get a hold hold of us and be able to communicate that. But if we're not taking inventory and be like, why do I scroll? Why, why, why can't I sit still? Mm-hmm. Like just to think. Yeah. Like well, that. I know I've said things and I'm so guilty of saying things like, 
I just want something that's mindless. Like yeah, I want to I, mindlessly I do something I, and, and that's okay. <laughs> like there's nothing wrong with that. Like you said, there's no condemnation yeah. in it. But when you are scrounging for time in your day or you're looking at somebody, because I've had people come to me before and say, like, how do you get it all done? And you're like, well, I think I have the same 24 hours that you do. <laughs> Like, we all have the same time. It is a lot of hard work. It is being intentional. It is looking at my hours and saying, okay, I could stay on Instagram for two hours a day. So instead, I'm going to set a timer on my Instagram mm-hmm. and say, I will do 30 minutes a day, and I have gained myself an hour and a half. Hey, that's true. You Very know, true. to do other things. And I don't know. No, it's a good point. Yeah. You, you talk about the mindless things, and I'm like, my wife will sometimes come in just before bed, and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm killing brain cells. You're like, do I have to be doing anything right yeah. now? Yeah, and I'm, I'm just thinking, to. why do I want to say I'm killing brain cells? I, 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 I You're don't like, know. why is that what I, comes out? <laughs> I want to stop that. Yeah, so. I want to kill my brain cells. Um, yeah, but just I think being intentional, and I think there is freedom to have that space and not feel like the pressure. You know, I, I get it that it can feel like a lot of pressure for moms especially, and yeah. Oh yeah! It feels like there can be a lot of things that you need to live up to, and all of that. So of course, there's space and there's grace for all of that. Um, but it's it's like Pastor Kurt said, taking one thing at a time, like one thing at a time. Evaluate one thing at a time. Yeah. Mm. So another thing that Zach mentioned was how fathers they they speak to the chaos, or and but mothers speak to the they speak to peace, and even uh, you know the Apostle Paul kind of alludes to this. Yeah in a indirect way when he t- uh, when he tells fathers like don't promote d- don't provoke your children mm-hmm. to wrath mm-hmm. i think yeah. that's is it ephesians <laughs> yeah yeah it's ephesians, ephesians. Six, yeah. um so how do how do mothers speak to the peace how how can how does that look practically now yeah. here's a question did you see that in your household growing up Was so that I, how you're like parents so i yeah because like i feel like mothers have this nurturing way of yeah. really getting to your soul Whereas fathers, it's more, okay, don't do this, don't do that. So when, and when that's very action oriented, Mm. it can be frustrating as a child because like, no, like you don't understand, like (laughs) there's something, there's a reason behind like why I do what I do and you're you're not, you're not connecting Mm. with me, you know? That's true. I know. I was thinking about when he was talking about that and kind of like thinking about some things growing up. And then of course, like how we parent and you're trying to see it. And, and I think there's so much truth to that. You know, I'm way more of a feeler for my kids um, than Zach is. You know, if there is a hard conversation that has to take place with a child, I'm way more likely to say, how much sleep did they get last night? (laughs) What kind of stressors did they have today? Is it an off day for them? Are they kind of cranky? I don't know if we should kind of address this. This today's not Mm -hmm. the day. And Zach is like a we're dealing with it now. Yep. Like it's happening now. And I'm like, I just we're don't going know. In. They're kind of overtired. <laughs> they were up late last night. They didn't get a good night's sleep. Had really hard test today. Like things like that. And I'm kind of, but that's the beautiful balance, right? Like yeah. that, that is the you, balance. You need both. You really you do. You definitely need both. need both because truth be told, I'm way more of a procrastinator. And so I would say, no, no, like just push it back. And then maybe if it doesn't happen, like that's okay. Um, and Zach is like, we're doing this now. I really like that you guys have that conversation first. I usually find myself dealing with it. And then my wife's like, you don't even know what they just went through. And I'm like, so wait, you just. Well, that happens too. That happens too, for sure. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I didn't think about that. Yes. So, well, all right. Yeah. And so it is, it's definitely that balance, but that's like the Trinity, right? Mm-hmm. We have like the yes. father and we have the Holy Spirit who's coming in and kind of doing the nurturing thing, like you said, mm-hmm. and, and sensitive and, um, 
and all of that. So I, I think it's great when I can totally, I totally can see that. I'm way, way more of a comforter, like when somebody's upset. Um, so I can definitely see the attributes of the Holy Spirit for that's, sure. That's great. Now, did was it always like that, or did you? Was it something you had to grow into, mm. or how how was that? Had I you had you guys had done a lot of talking it. about it before you had kids? Or? No, I think it's wow. very natural. I think it came very naturally. That is beautiful. Um, it's, I'm sure so much of it has to do with what I saw growing up. You right, know? right, um, right. That's my dad good. was always very authoritative mm-hmm. and um, the patriarch and. And I think my mom was way more of the sensitive one, mm. and uh, nobody was overly sensitive. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm not overly sensitive, right, you right. know. I'm, if somebody falls, I'm like, you got to get back up. Just, just get on up, you know. So, but, <laughs> but definitely more of uh, the comforter for sure. Yeah. I would, I would say too, watching my wife. You know, it's interesting. You talk about is this something that that a woman just has? You mm. know, as they're they're birthing the children, your the children are forming inside of you, and it's like, wow, that's really right. interesting that you would have this natural connection yeah. with the child. Right. Yeah, because like, I there. I feel like for me, I have the capacity to be nurturing, yeah, but it's absolutely. not my go-to. Right, okay. you would have to learn it. So I yeah. think that that's what you're you're saying is that this, right. maybe a woman right. might have that natural sense, having had the child form. Raising, birthing—that's um, a really good point. Yeah. That and I we know it's not the same across the board for everybody. Yeah, you yeah. know, everybody is is a little bit different. But um, I know that's for us that it's been that way. That's awesome. That's that is great. really cool. I want to bring this up because Zach said something. I feel like it was at the start of the message, but it just really hit me. He talked about this concept of cramming for a test. Oh my goodness! Versus actually, what I kept hearing was living in the material. And I just want to say this too: like at school, of the spirit, like we're not big on like memorization. A lot of people will teach memorization. I think that's good, but I think it's important to teach living in the material. Yes. And so how do we do that with our kids, even when they're young, so that the words, (laughs) the the face says it all. (laughs) My face always says a lot. It always says a lot. I'm guilty of that for sure. Um, I don't know. What do you think? What did you think when he was saying that? Were you a crammer? I, 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 I feel like you wouldn't be a crammer. I feel like you're... No, you're... I was... I, I don't know. I feel like I was a different person back <laughs> okay. then than fair, I am now. Fair. And I'm like, you know what? I think I did cram, but I don't think I cram now. I think I want to live to absorb in the material. Yes. I want to absorb, absorb it. Absorb yeah. it. Yeah. Totally. But I feel like I have a hard time absorbing now. Mm. But and I don't know if it's from bad <laughs> habits as from like high school and college. I was definitely a crammer yeah. and like couldn't remember anything like 48 hours later. Yep. I know I took like law classes and Zach asks me all the time like law terms he's like what does this mean I'm like I don't know I learned that 25 years ago and I don't remember it today so (laughs) I got nothing um but I I totally I totally get it and I think about certain things that my mom said you know yeah um like certain lines like she would say and I repeat this often bite your tongue until it bleeds I know that sounds terrible whoa but that has taught a lot of verbal self-control and that is a skill that I am very grateful for now and is it always perfect no it definitely is not and you know she wasn't being serious but just for clarification no child abuse (laughs) happened do not try this at home right (laughs) along the bottom of the screen um but I think there's so much truth in just keeping your mouth shut and those are less that's one of those like lessons Mm, from mom yes from mom absolutely yeah like I, I think of something that my mom always said and she always said Use the brain that God gave you. <laughs> and it would get really annoying. I'm like, all right, mom, I get it. You're like, I'm but, using it. But it, it's good. You know, like it, it can be 
annoying, but those little trick, those little phrases, they get into your head. And yeah. for me, it really did cause me to, you know, not ju- don't just take things at face value. Like, right. Think about it. Right. Don't just do things because other people are doing it. Think about so it. So good. So good. Imagine that. Yeah. Just thinking about it before we do something. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't do it all the time. Kids. I didn't tell my kids that one, Luke. That's great. Mom, use the brain use God brain gave today. you. <laughs> Did you ever yeah. have the one that was, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all? Yeah. Did your mom ever say my that? My dad one? was more okay. that one. Yeah. Did you have that one? Yeah, we definitely yeah, yeah, did. Yeah. I love that one. I use that one a lot. I use it all the time. Yeah. I use that one all the time, too. As I was sitting there listening to Zach on Sunday, the two things that came to me, actually, one was from my dad, which my youngest daughter has started living in now. Ooh. I'm like, wow. What and was it? It was think before you speak. Yeah. That was like my dad's biggest thing. And you can imagine. So now you know me. You're like, <laughs> why is it? Yeah, it's because yeah. my dad drilled into me, which is basically like bite your tongue until it bleeds. It definitely is. Think before you speak. But my mom, when Zach was talking, all I kept thinking is my mom is standing between the hallway and she's saying, if you step out of this house, you are stepping outside of God's umbrella of protection. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, Yeah. it was big. It's burned in there. Yeah, Yeah. it's like etched in there um, because I don't ever want to feel that again, you know, outside (laughs) the umbrella of protection. Those are one of the things I'm not going to say to my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Oh, it's so A little more clarity around that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but it's good. You know, it's I mean, good. we learn. It sticks. It's great. It's stuck. Yeah. And um, there you go. I do think that our parents, you know, as parents, we, we now, if we take it now to us as parents and yeah. soon to be parents, there is so much stock <laughs> in what we're communicating to our children verbally and non-verbally. Oh, my goodness. Yes. But we were talking about this in our soul study today. We also have to afford ourselves the grace yeah. for mistakes. Yeah. Because Zach summed up the whole message on Sunday with, let's just talk about who wrote this and who she wrote it to. Right, okay? right, right. Mm-hmm. So as if mom wasn't covered with this scandal enough, her son has a thousand women he's trying to, that have completely led him astray, yes. you know? Yeah. And it's like, there's grace. Mm. There's grace. Not for a thousand women. But I there's... love that. But what better way to sum up a message? I mean, you feel like every message mm-hmm. that you ever hear should be summed up by the redemption yes. story. Yes. You know, like the how. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and that's exactly what it was. And it wasn't expe- what you were expecting no, on Mother's I don't think Day. No, anyone got. Yeah. No, nobody was expecting it. And that's the big giant open clearing at the top of the mountain, mm. right? And it is just like, once again, here we are. God's love covers it all. Yeah. There is yeah. a redemption story even so for good. Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. And so much so that the, that the virtuous woman that we have read about for years and years and years is based on Bathsheba. Mm. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I think it's absolutely amazing. Well, and I, and I, I think that really has to be emphasized because what I've seen a lot is that Satan really does come after moms with a special kind of guilt. Hmm. And no matter how good of a mom you've been mm. it's like i'm sure you have these moments where it's like i'm a terrible mother all the time and satan wants you to live there yeah. mm. because of this whole the whole point that that women can speak to the peace they can mm. speak to the nurturing and if you think you're a terrible mother you're going to pull back yeah. and you're wow. not going to walk out wow. in that that special unique calling that you have as a wife so as good. a mother right so yeah, getting back to grace that <laughs> you can get back up and That's the Holy right. Spirit will make up for your mistakes. That's right. It's so yeah. good. Dude, it's you're beautiful. gonna be such a great husband and father. I'm just like listening, I'm like, this is great. I wish I had I wish I had that understanding. And then your wife is gonna keep pulling up these YouTubes and she's oh like, I'm so God. glad that you had the breakdown and she's gonna keep playing things back <laughs> yeah, for you say, and be like, Remember but you, when but you, said <laughs> this. you said this. How come you don't do it? Like I was oh just like goodness. that's a special gifting that wives yeah. have. So you're oh, gonna yeah. be super blessed. That's by good. That. The yeah. accountability of, of these episodes. <laughs> oh, it's so that's awesome. Good. And yeah. that's why we do what we do, folks. That's yeah. right. <laughs> 
That's yeah. right. It has been a great show today. Yeah. I'm so glad. Time has flown. I can't this even believe beautiful. we're here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for so joining fun. us. It's really a great day. Don't okay. forget to sign up for the Ladies' Night this upcoming Monday. Yes. Uh, it's going to be an amazing time, and we'll just close with some prayer. Perfect. Would you actually pray, yeah. uh, and especially pray over like the moms? And mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Father, we just thank you so much for this time, God. These just little um, bits of time that we have to come together, God, as a body and just kind of God, just seek your heart, Father. And I know as a wife and as a mom and as just a woman, God, that there can be so many pressures and so many things coming in from all different angles and um, just trying to feel good enough and like you're doing a good enough job, Father. And I just pray that even right now as anybody's listening to this YouTube, God, that they will just feel overcome and overwhelmed by your grace, God, your kindness and your love, Father, that just extends way beyond all the expectations of ourselves that we could ever have we're thankful for that, God. We're thankful that you can take even the most broken of us, God, the mm-hmm. ones who have made the worst yes, choices Jesus. and um, feels like there's no way out, God, and that you give beauty for ashes, Father. We're grateful for that because where would we be without your grace, God? Um, we pray that the women who are listening right now will feel um, just surrounded by your goodness, God. I pray for husbands and men that are listening to this, God, that know a different way and a different strategy of praying for and encouraging their wives and Mm. the women in their lives, God. Um, And of course, we do it all, Father, not for our own gain, God, or to um, be healthy for our own sake, Father, but all for um, your glory, God, all so we can bring you the glory that you deserve and serve you as best we can, God. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Ashley, thank you once again. Great to have you on the show today. (laughs) Hey, folks, I'm Kurt. And I'm Luke. And that's The Breakdown. We'll see you next week.